0: I was, I was, um, I was pleasantly surprised by your topic. I've read it like, I've read it like 30 times.
1: I sent it to you and I was like, does this make sense? Does this combination (laughs) of words actually make sense?
0: (laughs) It's funny. Different things resonate, you know, different things resonate with you, with anyone just in general. And I read it and I was like, oh, oh, I think I know what she means. And then I read it again and I was like, Oh, I'm quite certain I know what she means. It was almost like there was part of me that that d- didn't want to understand it.
1: <laughs> yes. I you know what's weird is when I sent it to you, I kind of hated it. Like I was like, <laughs> Oh, I don't know if I want to talk about this. Like it sounds a little too real. It sounds well, a little it is, too
0: Yeah. Like real. I just
1: and and does it take away from Being a professional to even acknowledge that, oh, it was a whole, I I went and told my husband what I said and he was like, you couldn't have picked anything else. And I was like, well, (laughs) it just came out of my mouth. I don't, I typed it and then I was like, oh, shoot.
0: It's like, can't we just talk about marketing?
1: (laughs) Yes. I'll tell you all about Instagram, even though I'm probably failing on that front. It's fine. I'll tell you all about it.
0: (laughs) Okay, well let's I, I I wanna I wanna dive in because the, the suspense of, of of just chatting is is killing me and I wanna just jump into it. So yes, let's, let's do uh it. let's start with the formalities. Tell me tell me who you are and where you are and what you do and, and all the stuff.
1: I am Ange Olson. I'm in Ankeny, Iowa. It is I should just say Des Moines. Nobody cares about Ankeny. <laughs> unless sorry if you do. Um I am a Portrait, photographer, newborn, children, family. I think families because they belong to children, but I prefer children.
0: You do. Okay. Um,
1: I do. And I've recently started getting into branding, but I think where my heart really lies is connection and relationship. Mm. And so I've kind of realized that no matter what the session is, if I can connect, I'm in love If I can't connect, I'm a little bit like, I don't know what to do with you.
0: So (laughs) well said, let's, I want (laughs) to, I want to jump off of that for just a little bit because that, that sparked interest in me. And plus Mm -hmm. I'm stalling a little bit, uh, to get to the real topic that we're going to discuss, but let's, let's discuss that connection piece just real fast. Yeah. What sort of things do you do? Are you intentional with to connect with your clients, because I think it's very true. I, in fact, a lot of times I think that that comes, that comes through the imagery, that connection piece. And it's a, I don't know, you can't, is it, is it one of those, what is it? Je ne sais quoi. Like you don't, you don't, you can't really put your finger on it, but if you, you can see an image and like get that right.
1: Yes, absolutely. And it's the first thing I love. And I can tell when I don't achieve that. And that is yes. heart-wrenching to
0: me. Yes. And it
1: immediately makes you want to call the client and say, hey, I messed up.
0: Do over. <laughs> we, need,
1: we need to do reshoot over. this. And From a financial perspective, everything in me is like, don't do this. Don't do it. But... I just, oh, it feels so uncomfortable to not get it.
0: You don't get that. It's, it's so interesting to hear and 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 to and to hear kind of laid out that way. So so going into a session, I'm a, I'm assuming, I'm making an assumption here that you go in w- with that mindset and and there's some intentionality into maybe some things you do or say. Like how do you how do you handle that? How do you For make sure. that happen? Because it's it's also well, one of those things that that you don't want it to be like forced.
1: No. And I don't think I could force it. If I tried, you can mm. tell if I'm uncomfortable, there's not even a, it's like everything in me freezes and they're like, <laughs> you okay. You need a whiskey. Something?
0: Um, Are you okay? <laughs>
1: but I, I have to meet with them beforehand, which I know mm. that everyone does a consultation, mm. but I call what I do a collaboration because I need them no. to know that it's not just me. Like I, I am an artist. Yes, but I cannot do it without them. And So there's a lot of intentionality in, okay, I'm going to be real with you. This is what I need to photograph you well. But what I need from you is for you to bear your soul. Just that. Just tell me everything. (laughs) And sometimes it turns into a weird therapy session, but by the end of it, we are like best friends. I, I can't even say that there's a client that has entered the studio that has not become a dear friend of mine.
0: So you're building a rapport up front during a collaboration, not a consultation. I've never heard that before. I love that. And you're, and you're basically listening or, or Just listening. yeah, like being, sometimes a- I
1: tell them things about myself to allow them to open up because I don't think that people will open up to you until you right. give them something.
0: You model it. Yep.
1: Yes. So there's a little bit of me say, telling them, about my life, who I am, why I started the studio, mm. and then asking them questions. And slowly we get there. Usually there's some sort of tears, which mm. always just really excites me because I love seeing vulnerability. Like it just, <laughs> it's like, it's, they're probably like, man, she's so joyful and I'm so sad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, though, there's I, something I, I have discovered that it's it's amazing what most people will do when you give them a little bit of space and they feel safe, right? Th- what they will yeah. do in an environment like that. So I find that most people have so much to say, and I think don't feel as though they have the space to say it very often, but it's there. Oh,
1: I agree. Totally agree. And there's pre societal prerequisites of what you say.
0: Yeah. Also you know, that. Yep.
1: When you ask someone what it feels like to be a mom, their first response is, Oh, it's a joy. It's a gift. <laughs> and I'm so happy to be a mom. And I'm like, all right, I know. But and also, what else? Yes. All right. Like, how does it feel to you? Are you struggling? Is it, you know, like what, mm. and even from a portrait perspective, it's that again, that prerequisite that you get smiling pictures and smile equals beautiful. And I'm like, I don't believe that mm. my oldest, you tell him to smile and it's a complete meltdown because he has anxiety over like, Oh, how much should I smile? Oh, yeah. I don't feel like smiling. Yeah. And then he, there was one shoot, he just ran away crying. Like literally. And I was like, no, this is not, he's not a smiler.
0: Right. Right. It, and, and, and so it's a children of, don't like being inauthentic. It doesn't sit well with them. No. Right. Interesting. And I don't
1: want adults to feel comfortable being inauthentic. You shouldn't feel comfortable. <laughs>
0: No. You don't want to encourage that behavior either.
1: No, no, don't smile at me unless I say something weird, which often happens. So that's so, fine too.
0: So, so well said that, that is, uh, I, I love, I love hearing that. Um, do, do me a favor though, cause this is what's coming into my mind now. Give me a taste of what it looks like when that goes wrong, when that goes off the rails, because I imagine that, being in those scenarios doesn't always work well. Like you said it earlier, you're like, I don't know what to do with you. Like, how do how do you handle it when it goes south?
1: Oh, that's purely there's a there's a minute of where you like blank out and it's like <laughs> total silence. <laughs> and then it's like you kick into the fake it mode because you're like, okay, there you can tell they're slightly freaking out.
0: It's not gonna happen.
1: You're inwardly freaking out, right. and then you decide, okay. In my mind, the thought process is what am I best at fixing and what do I have to do right right now? Okay. so what's going to calm me down? Do I need to separate the family out and composite? Mm -hmm. Do I need to focus on and how much can I fix in post? Mm. Because a lot of it is I'm fully aware that my emotions have left. And so, so you go
0: into like a like a robot automatron mode and just try I to know. make sure that you're getting what it is you feel you can get and what you need yes. in order in order for it to be considered as successful as possible. The session. Yes. Yeah.
1: And foundational wise, I think I've gotten to the point in my technical mm. career or whatever where that's not what I'm
0: concerned about. You don't have to worry about that part.
1: No. Right. And that's a oh gosh, that is that's huge. That is such a weight to not have to worry about whether it will be beautiful, but more worry about, okay, I need a minute. I need to give myself margin. Yeah. It's either snack time. It's, we keep going, or it is literally, I need a whiskey. There's whiskey everywhere. I'm not a drunk, but there's whiskey
0: everywhere. (laughs) I believe you. I believe you on both of those counts. I don't Um, know if I
1: should say that. I, my, well, you know, my husband was like, "Say less." That's all he said. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh,
0: I hear that a lot, okay. though. I hear that all the time. Hey, hey, don't talk as much as you do, or share as much as you do. And I don't know where to stop.
1: I don't know either. This might not be safe.
0: <sighs> okay, well, we can always edit this. <laughs> it's, it's time. I think it's time. I think I'm ready. I have built up the courage. I am going to read what you wrote. I don't do this very often, but I want to read what you wrote. Um, for anyone who's listening or watching's benefit. You said, how do you feel about discussing professional aspirations that are beyond what your life can currently manage, but also reconfiguring out your idea of success to truly reflect who you are with the acknowledgement that you're working towards something bigger? Whew. Too bright, lots of stuff. But I bet there's plenty of people that even hearing that just initially there's something in them. That's like, mm, Yep. I want to know more. T- tell me more about that. So let's start with the first, there's kind of two different premises. there. There's two different topics in there. They're related, but let's talk, let's tackle the first one, discussing professional aspirations that are beyond what your life can currently manage. Ooh, 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 Ooh. Like, t- all right, just unpack it. I'm ready.
1: So, Oh, gosh, man. Okay. This all stemmed from, I have three boys. Mm-hmm. They are seven, five, and three. I adore them. Um, but in all honesty, being a mother is equally on par to being a creative. So I could not, there was no option for me to choose one or the other.
0: Uh, okay. And I, I see. Right.
1: I think some people can make that choice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's an easy choice. They, they it's one or the other. Um, that wasn't an option for me. Mm-hmm. So, but I am a high, high goal person. I I I want to achieve as much of my potential in every scenario. So my life limits that.
0: Because you have three boys for one thing. Yeah. For one thing. I mean, there's other right. p- limiting factors too, but those three boys are a really big deal. So what, what do you feel has not occurred that you really wanted to or want to occur still that hasn't be- because of that piece where you're 100% creative and 100% mom?
1: Time and connection. Those are the two things. So I what I realized very early on is that And this is not a statement saying money is not important. Money is very important. I value my time and I price myself accordingly. But what I crave more and what my soul really fills up with is getting to meet with my clients, be with my clients, photograph my clients and see their joy when they see their portrait, like Mm. the entire process Mm. Is my favorite part. So Mm -hmm. when people ask me, you know, you need to outsource, you need to do this. I don't know what to take out because I love being linked to every part.
0: So when someone says, what do you like the best? You say, yes. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, totally. Yep. And I, the people, I just can't, I love the people. I love people. And so what I'm finding is, is in this season of life, I cannot connect with people as much as I would like to, because I'm constantly straddling that line of schedule, life, emotional health, and also being aware that those things are important. It is not, it's not okay to throw yourself completely into business and not be emotionally healthy and available.
0: You know, I spoke to some, I think I've, I've probably brought this up before on this podcast, but I spoke to somebody one time who came to a workshop that she We kind of went off to the side. She had some things to ask me. I could tell it was like, she wanted to talk to me about some things that she didn't want anybody else to hear. And she was like, you know what? I really want to, I really want to open a studio, a storefront. She was in our studio and she, I think she was, you know, fired up, which was not uncommon. And, and, and she was like, I I really, I have this spot and it's like 2,500 square feet. It's a couple miles away from my house. She, I believe she also had three boys. And she really wanted to do this thing, but her boys were, I think about your boys' age, maybe even a little younger. And I said, okay, I get the appeal, but understand something. You're going to have the equivalent of at least three more children. Like as far as your time and your efforts and your energy. And I said, so you have these three boys right now, but imagine what life is like with three more, like just like that. Because the reality of the situation is, to your point, we only have so much time. And she stood there and a tear just kind of felt like came down her cheek. And it was like she was starting to get it from a di- maybe a different perspective, maybe a, maybe a more realistic perspective rather than the glamorous perspective yeah. that we sometimes, you know, hold on to. And she didn't do it. As far as I know, if I remember correctly, she didn't do it. And she just said, thank you for giving me that perspective. You know, because I was all caught up in what I what I thought I wanted, and she did want it. It's not like that was fake. She did have that aspiration, but the reality of it is, she's one person with uh, the same amount of time that everybody else has, and she had, she was a mother to three boys, and she was one hundred percent mom too.
1: Yeah, and I think the other side of that is realizing that because you have those doesn't mean you don't get your dream. It means your dream is reshaped into what you can do. So yes, we purchased a home that had an outbuilding. My studio, what I envisioned for my studio was this <laughs> gorgeous window lit, yeah. you know, studio in one area. This is not just this gorgeous building. Yeah, And in reality, what I have is a 20 by 30 outbuilding that we have remodeled, painted, done what we can do. Um, But I have to rest on the fact that people, people don't book you for this. Yeah. They book you because of what you can do, what you see, who you are and how you you connect. Yes. Right. Right. And so I got so caught up for a while there in, I can't offer this. I don't have this. They're coming into a garage. And then I realized that not one client that has entered the space has mentioned any of that,
0: and they probably haven't thought it. It probably hasn't crossed their no. mind, right? So I think it's and interesting you you know change what? from a from a kind of a negative perspective to a positive perspective as a, and you and you do that intentionally. In that, I, I'm not going to focus on the things that aren't. I'm going to focus yep. on what is right.
1: Exactly, and it it does bring a joy to what you have because now all of a sudden. We probably have the financial means in the studio to build a new studio, yeah. but I'm kind of like, why? Right. I mean, we could. That same money could go towards a family vacation. Right. It could go towards time spent with the people I love. It could, you know, it. I don't think work-life balance is necessarily a thing. I don't think it's a balance. I think it's a choice. I think you choose how you spend your time, mm. and you kind of have to you have to make hard decisions. I mean, there's, so my studio started when the boys were young, really little. Yeah. But from that moment, even though I had a little bit more time, I said, this studio will only function on four sessions a month. And I will price myself for that.
0: You set that that limit. Like you set that limit because of the time piece, because of the mom piece and the creative piece. Right.
1: Yep. And I need, I need time. I can't do what I do without margin. I am an extroverted introvert. If I don't have my alone time, I'm a, I'm not great. I'm so everything is spread out. And that started 10 years ago. Mm. And at that time I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to exist on four sessions a month? But if I hadn't done that, then I don't think I would have been able to teach myself or give myself that margin that I now have.
0: Right, right. Money and time. And
1: it's a, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. That was, that was good. But now I want to talk about reconfiguring your idea of success to truly reflect who you are. And we're starting to, I think, I feel like we're starting to dive into this part with the acknowledgement that you're working towards something bigger. So you just talked about how you, you have the money. You know, you've saved up the money, you've accrued the money that if you wanted to, you could, you could go the route that you thought you had initially envisioned and in having this big, you know, glorious, glamorous studio. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are you, what are you working towards that's bigger and at the same time, tempering your current expectations of what life is and, and should be and can be like, how do you, what's, what is the bigger, what's on the other side?
1: Oh man, I probably (laughs) should have thought about the question before you, before I posed it to you.
0: Well, and maybe, but see, it's fair enough. Maybe it's, if it's not right there, maybe it isn't something that's real obvious right now because you're still focusing on the tempering part. Is that fair? I,
1: I think that is fair. I also think what I've again realized is that my, who I am and my joy, I, I seriously always thought I just wanted money. I really, real? I really just thought finances, being wealthy, mm. being a successful, that was success to me. Money and I was still, success, yeah. Yes. And I still agree. I think it's about where your money is going that is kind of changing my idea of, of success. I do want to make money, but I think that, that, you know, mom, creative, shift or like split is making me, I want that money to be used for our family and to help others. So we have goals within, I'm in Iowa. I sometimes struggle with the idea that Iowa, there's this stereotype that Iowa probably is boring, farmer, you know, like not a lot going on. I'm from Illinois. Um, (laughs) Yes, you get it.
0: Downstate Illinois, not Chicago.
1: Not the cool part. Just right. kidding. That's right. cool
0: too. <laughs> right.
1: That's how it's I mean, perceived. To
0: your point, that's how it's perceived. Right.
1: Yes. And I think my goals are to pour back into this community in a way that allows other creatives to to flourish. Um, and part of it was my husband and I have talked about investing in properties to be able to um, let creatives have a easier way to, you know, there's so much money that goes into starting out. Yeah. Um, but thinking about being able to, to do something from an investment perspective, um, yeah. mentorship education, mm-hmm. but I would like to be able to have a space, a, a larger studio space, not necessarily for just photography, but to be able to host workshops or, um, things for working women, just to allow a space to be who you are and something else, maybe outside of photography, but still you be able to use my photography to help with that.
0: Is this, okay, so seven, five, and three, right? Because I feel like I'm taking a leap here and, and just correct me if I'm wrong. I, I feel like you, you had you had a perspective that, that success essentially meant money, right? I'm assuming that that was more, prevalent before you had children. And maybe that, sure. maybe that, maybe that started to die off or, or change or evolve, you know, after you 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 had your boys and they start to grow up and you, it, it, it's amazing what, what, what kids do and, and different people can have their perspectives rocked by different things. Right. But there's no question that children do that. So you're in the, you're in kind of like the thick of the mom phase right now, right. With seven, five and three. Let's yep. go. Let's go 15 years from now. Your youngest is 18, right? He's a man. Like legally and officially he's a man then, right? You're still a mom, but you don't have the same responsibilities. They've certainly shifted and the and the burden is different, right? I won't say that there is no burden because I always get corrected whenever I do that. It's just a different burden. Right. But you certainly will have more time. Your time looks different in that in that piece that we keep going back to as far as time and commitment starts to change. How do you see your dreams or your aspiration, your aspiration, aspirations shifting with that? How does that how do how do they change with the fact that you start to get more time and your burden shifts with your children and it's different? What does that open up to?
1: I think it opens up um, from a personal perspective. I think mm-hmm. it opens up more time for introspection, creativity, being able to delve into other art forms. I was a charcoal jar in college. I was a fine art charcoal. And there's uh, avenues in that that I really, you know, I think from an artist's perspective would love to delve back into and that excites me like that really fills me with a little bit of like oh man being able to have time to actually think about what would i want to do
0: do you um, look at it as more do you look at it as being free also to take more risks or not
1: yes mm. absolutely
0: mm.
1: and to figure out there's a huge side of me that just wants to be more community oriented and but i think we're inward focusing for focused right now and that's hugely right. pandemic related that's also
0: that, yeah.
1: Putting out fires and trying to make sure our children are safe and our families safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you exit that, you know what does that mean for being being able to be more community led and involved? And I want our kids to see that, you know. Right. I want them to grow up with the community versus selfish perspective. And I think you're that's modeling that's something for
0: these you're modeling for these three boys in their formative years right now every day. That's a big piece and it, well, and in 15 years, it's different. It's not like they're, they're not still going to be looking to mom and dad for things, right? They will, but it's different than it is right now.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. And I'm hoping that the little clients that come through the studio, um, part of, part of my process is you, I have gifts for the kids. I Mm. find out what their favorite things are, Mm. um, we have a moment at the end where I get to their level and I just say, thank you. Thank you for being you. I appreciate you. I know that part of some of this may have been hard, um, but I also hope you had fun and it's been such a gift to know you. And I think my thing is like, I want them to know that when they come to be photographed, it's it's an honor for me that they've let me they're little, but they're humans and they're valued.
0: They get that. Don't you and, think they get it more than maybe we even give them credit for? Like the little ones even. Yes. Right?
1: Yes. And they can tell when you're, you know, when you're, when you don't adore them. <laughs> like they can totally, like if you don't, right. you got to find something, but they they look at you like. Mm.
0: Yeah. Like, right. So. Yes.
1: so <laughs> it's just. That's oh. so.
0: That's so right on. I think that. I think that kids in general are so much more perceptive than we than we give them credit for, even at very young ages, three, four, five years old. They, There's so much more that they can really, and, and they might not be able to communicate it very well, but they get it, you know, when it's in here. And, and yeah. you make that connection with them, that's going to be there. That's going to stay there. And the next time they come in, they're going to have that association, don't you think? Right. Yeah.
1: yeah, and they'll be excited. And yeah. I think there you know, there's a idea that kids don't like being photographed. And I I think that can be true. Sure. But I also think it's when there's an expectation placed on the that they have to be someone they're not during the photo
0: shoot. Right. That's perfectly so said.
1: That's something that is always talked about. If they want to wear a Batman watch or a I don't know. different colored socks or something weird. I'm kind of on the side of, I know you want a beautiful formal portrait, but this is also your child, right? Is it okay for them themselves? Right. Can I have your permission to allow them to be themselves? If you're really against it, I will help them to feel comfortable in whatever they're in.
0: Well, I mean, you want a portrait of your, of your child when, when they're three or four years old and, and, and you want to really capture who they are. They haven't taken the Batman watch off for 18 months. And you're yeah. going to remember, like, you're going to, oh yeah, that Batman watch. When they're 30, you're going to be like, remember your Batman watch? To have that in the image, if that's, if that's really what's going on, can actually be a big deal later on. Yeah. I'm using that as an example, but it can be anything, right?
1: Right. I mean, my son, my five-year-old has this koala that he named Quimsical. <laughs> And it's a po- his Pokemon friend. It's this. Yeah. It's the. It's tiny, and I. I mean, for lack of better terms, disgusting. It just <laughs> hasn't been washed. But we did a portrait of me and the boys, and he wanted Quimsical in the picture, and I was like, sure, dude. Yeah. We put him on the ladder. He was the star of the show, and it was in my head. I'm like, I want to know that Quimsical existed because. Right. I'm trying to think back to to my oldest, and I'm like. How do you, you tell yourself you'll remember it, but you don't. No. I truly don't remember don't even, so many we things. We don't
0: even know how many things we've forgotten. And that's, that's the beauty right. of the of capturing it photographically is that that memory and that reminder will always be there.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I feel I like we that. should have like some music playing now. And like, we just did an, an ad for somebody. I don't know. I, it, <laughs> it was totally Perfect. unintentional. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Uh well tell me okay, where can where can people go to find you and where are you at? Like what's your what's your online details?
1: I am on Instagram at Lav and Lime L I V A N D L I M E. I'm on Facebook, but I'm not. I mean I am, but I'm not. Facebook has become a no. random post here and there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Facebook has become a lot of yeah. things.
1: <laughs> yes i would love to be on tiktok but honestly i don't i don't know me
0: i'm terrified i always of thought i was
1: cool but tiktok is beyond me
0: no way beyond I just, it just makes me feel so old and decrepit so i yes don't.
1: i mean even reels make me feel old which i've yeah. done one reel and it wasn't i mean i didn't do any of the fake voices i didn't
0: yeah I all the all yeah, the stuff yeah well you know this was good. It was, it, it was, you did a really good job at, at, at discussing like deep things in a way that's approachable. And I appreciate that.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do it if it, I wasn't comfortable talking to someone. So this is, this is great.
0: Thank you for joining me. It. And I look, I look forward to the next time that, because we saw each other at WPPI. That's kind of how this happened. I look forward to the next time yeah. that we can all be together in person.
1: Oh, I can't wait that was such a joy to it just was. see everyone and laugh and be silly.
0: It was. It was a lot of fun. Well, until the next time, thanks again.
1: Thanks, Jed. Bye.